Before diving into this episode, we'd like to bring an interesting fact to your attention. A whopping 80% of our listeners are missing out on the thrilling adventure you're about to listen to because they haven't hit that glorious follow button yet. But here's where things get really interesting. Hitting that follow button might just transport you into some other dimension, like it happened for Player. Picture this. You, dear listener, getting transported into the very essence of our podcast. Okay, okay, we can't guarantee it, but who knows what wondrous possibilities await. All right, enough suspense. Buckle up, because the fun is about to kick into high gear. Welcome to Uncharted Territory, a podcast that takes you on an epic adventure into a world where anything is possible. In this series, we follow the story of a fast food worker who has a passion for an RPG game. He has been playing it since... forever? But his life takes a drastic turn when a mysterious update pulls him into the game itself. As he battles for his life, he discovers secrets that will rock his world and change his fate. This is episode 10. It feels wrong. Before I forgot to, I made myself a copper breastplate, which only gave me one more point of defense than what I already had, but that was still useful. It also let me feel a bit more professional, since it meant I wouldn't be running around with what were basically wooden sheets strapped to my chest. There was something else that I needed to consider, seeing as how my list of things I needed to do just didn't run out, instead only permanently growing. And that was building a boss arena. Boss arenas in the original game were generally wide, illuminated areas with campfires spread across them, and potentially a few different levels to go up and down between. They allowed the player to easily kite bosses without fear of getting interrupted by anything, and the multiple levels made it easy to dodge attacks. The campfires, meanwhile, provided their passive health regeneration effect while providing light during the night, since most bosses could only be fought at night. If I wanted to survive against the boss, I was going to need a boss arena. Wherever I built it, it also needed to be away from the house. I didn't want the boss to accidentally fly through the house and kill Guide, since that was possible and a very frequent occurrence in the original game. It probably wouldn't be a good idea to give it multiple levels, either. That would require me jumping up and down them and I didn't have faith in my agility for that much vertical movement. Also, unlike in the original game, I couldn't just hop upward with my entire body and land on my feet. For multiple levels to be worth it, they needed to be far enough away from each other to completely move my body onto a new height level, and that would require me having to jump up and grab onto the above platforms to climb onto them. Though... It was possible to create a bunch of overlapping platforms to walk across going in every direction. Like a giant board of sorts, with holes between some of the platforms for me to jump down through. That could work. And then, to fix the problem of having to jump and climb up onto higher levels, I could build staircases or ramps here and there that I could run up instead. But then... The reason why it worked in the game was also because bosses could, for the most part, clip through terrain. That would be too unrealistic for this world, probably. So then, 
What was going to happen to a boss trying to fly through a boss arena? If simply clipping through wasn't an option, would it break through, thus making the arena pointless anyways? Maybe it would be better to try and create something that was more like a literal arena. A space with a large, open center to fight in. Alternatively, I could try my luck in the caves again. I could try finding an abandoned minecart track, steal all the tracks, and then place them in a straight line on the surface. I could also go hunt for more iron to make the tracks myself, which would be even more efficient. If I could do that, then I could just ride a minecart in a straight line to kite the boss behind me while firing my bow at it. But, if I failed to kill the boss before reaching the end of the track, or if the boss behaved in an unpredictable way that the minecart couldn't outrun or evade, then that would also be an issue. The more I thought about it, the more I found issues with basically every single possible plan. Fighting it out in the open was probably going to end up being the best choice at the rate things were going. Just... Find a patch of forest, lay down some campfires all over it, and hope for the best. Anything else heavily depended on whether or not the bosses would be able to break through blocks or not. If they couldn't, there were all sorts of things I could do to cheese them. If they could, or even if they could just clip through them, then all that potential cheese basically disappeared. Then again... Who was to say that the bosses couldn't be cheesed, even with a realistic world in physics? Guide, I'm going to go test some things, I said, heading over to the door with Mimic following behind, like expected. Oh, all right, Guide replied. Be safe, all right? Being safe wouldn't make my experiments possible. That, that makes me a little worried to hear. Don't worry, I'll be fine. Probably. It would be more reassuring if you left off the probably. Don't worry, I'll be fine. Hopefully. That sounds even worse. I'll be fine. Maybe. Guide started to pout at that point, so I gave her one final version of the sentence. I'll be fine. Promise. And just like that, Guide's pout turned into a smile. I know you will be. But still... Be as safe as you can. Now that I can do. With that, it was time for some experiments. After several hours of experiments, most of which were surprisingly successful, I made it back home and felt like my arms and legs were ready to detach from my body at the slightest touch. I'm home, I grumbled out as I opened the door to the house, finding Guide just sitting there at the table. As bored as she looked before, Guide stood up and smiled when she saw me. Welcome back! How did it go? Uh, wait, you look horrible. Are you all right? Hmm? I checked out my health. It was still full, so... Yeah, I'm fine. That didn't stop Guide from coming up to me and patting my shoulders and hair to clean me off. A lot more dirt and ash fell off than I was expecting. You look like you were rolling around in the dirt! Or maybe like you were rolling around in a fire. Look, even your cheeks look all scorched. She then wiped her thumb across my cheek, 
which got some black soot on it. Are you sure you're all right? <sighs> My body feels like it's ready to fall apart more than ever before. But I have full health, so... Actually, after those experiments, having full health definitely isn't an indicator of being all right. Just what sort of experiments were you doing? It's, uh, more fun if I keep it secret for a little, right? No. Not knowing makes me worried. Well, if she was actually worried about it, then I didn't mind letting her know. Besides, it wasn't like it was actually a secret. So, I told her. And by the time that I was done explaining everything that I did, and what my plan for dealing with the boss was... That... that sounds insane! Guide said, raising her voice at me for the first time. So many things can go wrong with that! I had to admit, hearing her like that was... kind of shocking. Guide was always the cool and calm type who basically had faith in the player to do anything and everything, no matter how impossible it seemed. Yet... For the first time, Guide sounded like she doubted me. How's this any different from the usual god-slaying and crazy stunts the player's supposed to do? I... I don't know. I know that, logically, what you want to do probably pales in comparison to all the other battles you've fought, but... Guide raised a hand up to her chest, clutching her shirt over her heart. I'm scared. Everything you just told me. Sounds like it shouldn't even be possible. But what does sound possible? None of this world sounds possible, right? Even collecting those birds for you. Doing that felt like I was doing something that shouldn't be possible. It felt wrong, even though I was doing it to support you. I know the feeling. I really do. Anything that wasn't a part of the original game just feels like it's wrong. Almost in an uncanny valley sort of way. Even just the trees falling down when they're chopped. But I think that's exactly it. It's all uncanny valley territory. My mind is so used to reality and games being two separate things that it's struggling to cope with a world where they're blended together. And you, all you ever knew was the game. You don't even have that real-world experience that I had for the added realism to feel familiar at all. But, we're just going to have to deal with it. We'll get used to it eventually. And we'll do it together. All right? Guide's eyes never left my own as I talked. And she sighed before smiling once I finished my little speech. Thank you, player. It does make me feel better to know that I'm not the only one who feels this way. It just... It feels like I'm supposed to know everything, but now it feels like I don't know anything. And even the things I do know and want to help you with by teaching you about them, you already know. No matter what you know, you're still my guide. I'll be expecting you to guide me through this world as best as you can. Just like always. All right? Guide started to tear up a little, but she wiped her arm over her eyes before any tears actually left her eyes. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I've 
shown you such an uncool side of me. I shrugged in response to that. I like every side of you, including the cute side. Guide's eyes widened a little, and, a second after processing what I said, she turned away and scratched her cheek. I I don't have a cute side. Somebody like me couldn't act cute even if I wanted to. I'm Wow, Guide. Didn't know you were such a liar. I'm not lying. I meant it. Someone like me isn't cute. I'm I'm cool sometimes, I think, but not cute. I don't know about that. You denying how cute you are just makes you even cuter. Guide's face was turning more and more red. She looked like steam was about to come blowing out of her ears at any moment. Since since when did you get so bold? I'm not bold. I'm just so tired and in so much pain that I don't care about feeling embarrassed or holding back. That's why I don't mind saying that not only do I find you cute, but I find you fucking adorable. And you're just gonna have to deal with it. Anyways... Saying that made me actually start to feel embarrassed again, so I'm going to go pass out and take a nap before nightfall. I really needed to fix my sleep schedule. The last thing that my tired and sore body needed was a bad sleep schedule. Can... can I do anything for you? Well, the sooner I fall asleep, the more sleep I can get, and I'll probably fall asleep pretty quickly if you pet my head. Guide found her opportunity to be the cool and teasing one again, and asked, with a teasing tone, Are you a dog now? Woof. (laughs) Then, how about this? Guide walked over to the wall and sat down with her back against it. Her legs stretched out straight in front of her. Then, when she patted her lap, I could tell where she was going with that. I don't know how it compares to something like a a pillow, but... You could use my lap as one. Your thighs sound like a way better pillow than an actual pillow does. Needless to say, I was happy to take her up on her offer and once more use the floor as my bed. This time, though, I lowered the back of my head onto her thighs. On one hand, I was using a cute girl's thighs as a pillow. That was awesome. On the other hand, her thighs were thick enough that For my head to use them as a pillow, my neck needed to bend in a pretty uncomfortable way. It wasn't like using a pillow that would get indented and deformed by the weight of my head. But still. Guide lap pillow. A normal pillow couldn't beat that at all. We'll be back with more from Uncharted Territory right after this message. What if you could share your story with the world? What if you could inspire others with your passion, your message, or your vision? What if you had a team to help you craft the perfect story for your business or brand? Well, you can. And we at With Aim are here to make it happen. With Aim is more than just a podcast production company. We are your storytellers, your voice, and your partner in creating a podcast that will captivate your audience, showcase your brand's personality, and build a lasting relationship with your customers. So don't let your story go untold. Start your podcast today. Visit with aim.co slash podcast to learn more. That's with aim.co forward slash podcast. With AIM, be the voice of your brand. I was wrong. A normal pillow was absolutely better than a lap pillow. 
All those people who posted memes and fan art online about lap pillows had no idea just how uncomfortable it actually was for the neck. At least, sleeping on my back using Guide's lap as a pillow was uncomfortable. Draping myself over them with my front might have worked, or maybe lying on my side, or even lying from the front between her legs. There were a few different ways I could have approached it in hindsight, but I was too tired to think of any of them before. That just meant we were going to have to try out different positions in the future. But for the time being, it meant that I woke up in even more pain than before, since my neck developed a terrible stiffness thanks to it. Are you awake? Guide asked, poking my cheek. I am, I answered, sitting up properly. My neck felt so stiff that I wasn't even able to straighten it out right away. How was your sleep? Did you rest well? Yeah, it was great. Technically, that wasn't a lie. The sleep itself was great. The position, however, was not. I'm glad. So, there probably isn't much time left before nightfall. Are you ready? As ready as I can be. Did you do everything you wanted? You aren't forgetting anything, right? Yeah, everything is ready. I got my flamethrower, got my armor, the boss arena set up. All that's left is to head over there and... wait. Guide didn't say anything. And I wasn't sure what else I should say. So I just stood up, double-checked my inventory, gave Mimic a couple of pats, and said... Guess it's about time to get started. I'm hoping I turn out to be wrong about this, but I've got a good feeling I won't be. I wish I could go with you, Guide said, looking like she wanted to reach out and grab me, but she held herself back. I feel so useless just staying here while you go out and fight for us. Useless? It's thanks to you that we're not starving. Plus... Having you here inspires me to try even harder. It... it does? Obviously. You think I'd be working this hard if I didn't want to impress you? Well, that and to not die. (laughs) Guide laughed and looked away for a moment, before looking me right in the eyes again. You will come back, right? Don't even need to ask. But hearing you say you will would make me feel better. If that was what she wanted to hear, I'd let her hear it. But, right as I opened my mouth to say it, I got a better idea. It was an idea that probably made me blush a little and caused my heart to beat even harder than it already was, thanks to nerves. But it sounded like a pretty good idea in my head. Maybe it was because I wasn't 100% sure I was going to survive. As far as I was aware, I was marching off to my potential death. There was no guarantee that I was going to survive, no matter how much I wanted to, and I had no idea what might happen if I died. It was entirely possible that I was living my last few hours of life. And if I was going to die, I wasn't going to die without doing something. Close your eyes for me, I told Guide. Guide blinked at me a couple of times before doing as I said. 
Player? Why am I- I pulled her against me with my arm around her hip, placing my lips against her own at the same time. I wasn't going to die without ever kissing a girl before. Our kiss lasted longer than I thought it would. If anything, it seemed like it had no intention of ever ending unless I broke it off, which I forced myself to do after a few more seconds of enjoying it. And once it was finally over, Guide looked me in my eyes and asked, That wasn't a goodbye sort of kiss, was it? I shook my head and said, That was a we'll-continue-this-later kiss. That sounded cooler in my head. At least I was able to make Guide laugh. (laughs) You should leave the being cool to me. How about I leave the being cute to you instead? I was cut off by Guide grabbing me by my collar, pulling me close to her again only for her to press her lips against mine her free hand holding the back of my head as she kissed me far more intensely than the first time around. Then, rather than step away after breaking the kiss off like I did, she only barely parted our lips before whispering, Tell me, which of us is the cool one? (laughs) Definitely you. (laughs) That's what I thought. She brought our lips together one more time, before letting go of me and stepping back. For future reference, that is how you do a we'll-continue-this-later kiss. So, you better come back. Guide was doing such an amazing, heart-pounding job at acting cool. But then she totally swapped back into cute mode for that last sentence. But that just made her even more endearing. You can count on it, I said. There's no way I can lose after that. I didn't want to go, but I had to. And not wanting to go was probably a good thing, since it made me all the more determined to survive and come back to her. Ready, Mimic? I asked, earning its signature disturbing noise in return. Then let's go. Losing wasn't even a possibility anymore as far as I was concerned. I was going to win no matter what. And as soon as I stepped outside, an overwhelming sensation of being watched hit me. That was all the confirmation I needed to know I didn't prepare for nothing. The boss was coming. Thanks for joining us on this thrilling episode of Uncharted Territory, a gamer's adventure beyond the screen. We hope you were captivated by the mind-bending fusion of virtual and real that unfolded before your very ears. Get ready for the next chapter, where we'll plunge even deeper into unexplored dimensions, encountering secrets and perils that will test our hero's mettle. Before we part ways, we have a special recommendation for all our adventurous listeners. If you're craving another gripping story, be sure to check out Shattered Bonds. This captivating podcast follows the extraordinary journey of the Henry brothers, two polar opposites who are brought together on a road trip to New York following their father's death. With tensions running high and a revealing family secret, their path to redemption is both heart-wrenching and inspiring. Don't forget to subscribe to Shattered Bonds along with Uncharted Territory on your favorite podcast platform, ensuring you never miss a moment of these enthralling narratives.
Thank you for joining us on another thrilling adventure of uncharted territory. The excitement, danger, and magic of uncharted territory continues to unfold, and we can't wait to share what's in store for our next episode. So, mark your calendars, because next Friday, we'll dive back into the game world for more action, mystery, and unexpected twists. Before we part ways, remember that your feedback and support keep this journey alive. If you have any questions, comments, or fan theories, tweet at us at utpod-we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep exploring.